Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 419 of the Video Gamer Podcast. I am Josh Wise, host, well, co-host at least. I don't really elevate myself above Rich Walker, who I am of course joined by. Hello Rich. You wouldn't dare. Hello. No, I I wouldn't dare in terms of, you know, seniority and Rich has got a big bushy beard and I I can't grow them. It's not not quite so bushy at the moment, it's quite... um, uh, what's the word? Um, pruned. Behave, well behaved. <laughs> mm. What's the word when you blooming Groomed? trim a bush or uh, whatever? Oh, um, pruned. Pruned. Pruned, it's trimmed. Pruned. There's yeah. something else. There's a different word. I can't. I'm reaching Str- for it. What about, what, about, what about strimmed? Strimmed, sure. Yeah, that's strimmed. That, um, elicits uh, a nice image. Sheared, shorn, mowed. Could be shorn. Maybe that's the one I'm after. Snipped. Cropped. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Manicured. Manicured. I think manicured Uh, is the one I wanted. Doesn't make sense. Whatever. We've wasted so much time already. This (laughs) is worth nobody's time. I'm sorry. You say that. I think this is a large part of why they tune in. What's Rich's beard up to? Yeah, probably. I mean, they're mad, aren't they? The listeners. That's what you've got to know about them. They are... They are... Well... They're they're a a, a multifarious bunch. And who knows Mm. what they're interested in. We've got people... So someone made a crack about Grinch Quan the other day on videogamer.com in the comments of one of the um, articles. I'm glad they're um, keeping the flame alive because... <laughs> Someone's got who, right? It's looking pretty hopeless, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, no, it's rough. We, but, yeah. but, look, on the plus side, it gives us time to work on the screenplay before Sheen gets involved. Yeah, true. I mean, true. you'd be laughing... Well, you'd be a laughing stock if he got involved and there was just no well, script, if it's just an idea. He's know. doing under Milkwood at the Old Vic at the moment, so he's probably <laughs> he's probably concentrating on that, then he can turn his yeah. attention to Grinch Quan. Get, you know, so what you're get saying is get that really out of the way. deep and yeah, nitty yeah. <laughs> instead yeah, of that rubbish. Yeah. Like appetizer, and then onto the main course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, under Milkwood, what's that? Under Milkwood, pathetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rubbish. Anyway, yes. I. How have you been doing over the last um, uh, over the last week? Chilling. Yeah, working, been right. I living, um, breathing, had a, had loving. a few days off. <laughs> had a few days <laughs> off to go and visit my brand new shiny niece. Oh, uh, so my sister had a little sprog. Oh. So that was amazing. Got to spend. Oh, of course, of three course. days. Congratulations. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I didn't do anything, but thanks anyway. No, no. Um, little yeah, shiny just, baby. Spending time with a little shiny baby, and she's great. She's called Amelie, and she's lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's a good name. That's a. Yeah, that's yeah, a. Re- yeah. uh, you don't get many of them. Amelie. Inspired by the f- the film. The film. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Was it? Was it Audrey Tattoo? Yes. And Vince. That was a good. And um, oh, what's his name? Uh, thingy. The guy who. The guy who's in all of Jean Pierre Jeunet's films. No, and the Brazil. guy who directed. <laughs> no, not Le Hen. Oh, uh, Matthew Kasovitz. Is that right? Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got there eventually. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, although I seem to remember uh, Amelie annoying me for some reason. I don't See, know why. I was it was in very the middle quirky. Of, um, yeah, it is very quirky. I was in the middle of my um, film studies course, though. Ooh, so I went to the cinema to see it, and I was like, yeah. excellent. What a lovely, yeah. sweet film. I still think yeah. that. I haven't watched it since. I saw it at the cinema, though, so... I might watch it now and be like, ugh, treacly, rubbish. Yeah, (laughs) but I I don't know. I don't see how you could dislike a nice film. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I I, I'll stick it on the watch list. I tell you what, though, you'd struggle to top my week's viewing. Let me tell you what. Go on. 
Resident Evil degeneration. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> booyah! Are you um, watching that in preparation for Infinite Darkness? Yeah, big oh, time. Nice one. Is that the one yeah, in the yeah. airport? Uh, yeah, degeneration. I that Blu-ray. Unbelievable. Yeah. Really, I I've did, got yeah. to track down that review. That that's brilliant. I'll Where try and find re- it. Uh, right. Well, Game Watcher, formerly known as Strategy Informer. Brilliant. Um, brilliant. I used to be their Blu-ray and games reviewer, so. <laughs> Good times. Yes. Game Watch is interesting. It's like we don't play them, but mm. we just we just have a look. We watch. Yeah. We, someone else will play them, and we'll write up our reports on watching it. You could just do that job from YouTube, almost, couldn't you? Yeah, that's true. Like watch watch a playthrough and just be like, "Well, we watched it." Oh, um, do you know yeah, what? I, I watched... fear that Game Watcher mm. might be no more. Oh, that's a sad story. Yeah, shit. What Sorry. a way to find out live on the podcast. <laughs> live on the podcast. Yeah. Here, Rich is... Well, I'm sure you could get it on the uh, you know the way back when machine yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I watched Degeneration, mm-hmm. uh, and then I watched its sequel, yeah. uh, which also begins with a D, Damnation. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, well, they um, all kind of are, aren't they? Yeah, and I'm going to watch the, th- the third one, <clears throat> either today or tomorrow in in preparation for infinite darkness the third one is called there? vendetta jeez yeah there's th- three cgi movies and i didn't know that <clears throat> this one that's coming out it's a well it's a series not not a movie yeah but i th- i thought it was like a reboot i sort of just naturally presumed oh they're starting a, a fresh it's just carries on the story really? of the three of the three cgi movies well you'd yeah. hope netflix will have the other three then wouldn't you well, they do. That's how I'm watching them. Oh, nice one. All right. Yeah, Degeneration, I remember watching and thinking, this is deeply average. <laughs> well, I'm that sorry. one's the... Yeah, that's the best one I've seen. Of, of the two oh, I've seen, wow. that is better, just because it's ever so slightly more connected to, to reality. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> reality just Resident like... Evil. Well, honestly, <laughs> because the thing is, is that Damnation is set in Russia on a Russian battlefield mm. in which during a sort of uprising of rebels uh yeah. and and leon is sent in uh to this battlefield and the rebels are fighting against the russian government using bow's see that's interesting to me because the whole reason mm. for developing them is yes. as weapons and we've never yes. seen them actually we, we never see it. used as weapons 100% really. that's exactly what i thought when i started mm. watching it i was like oh Fair enough. We actually get to see... Because also, if you've played the Resident Evil games, you think to yourself, well, these liquors are all very well and good, but I don't know what... I mean, what are you going to do? Just sort of vaguely fly over a country you don't like? and I guess you just drop, drop a load liquors. of liquors. Yeah. Like, but you can't really control it. Anyway, this movie sort of gets to the heart of that because mm-hmm. it's like, well, some of the rebels, they have uh, Las Plagas and yes. that allows them to control the liquors with their minds. Oh, my. So wow. it's fucking mental. And yeah, meanwhile, Yeah, Madame President, uh, she yeah. is. She knows Kung Fu for some reason. I don't know why. But why not? Why not, indeed. Well, actually, I think it's because it's implied that she was an instructor in like the KGB right. or something. So it's kind of, She fights Ada Wong in the Russian equivalent of the Oval Office. Massive <laughs> Kung Fu fight. Do the KGB yeah, honestly, have Kung Fu instructors? <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, big time. Oh, right, must, yeah, okay. Well, they must have. Well, they've got to have like self-defence for the army and that. I don't know if they'd use Kung Fu, would they? <laughs> well, actually, uh, it might not... <laughs> It might not literally be Kung Fu, oh, right, okay. but I mean, it looks like art Kung Fu. Of it's, some sort. 
Yeah, but it's very sort of swoopy, choppy, high fly. I mean, as I say, it doesn't look like sort of Casey or mm. Kendo. It really does look sort of quite highfalutin, high flying. Could be um, Taekwondo. Could be Taekwondo, lobbing daggers about as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Ada with a grappling hook. Leon in a tank, uh, shelling the head off of a tyrant. See, now um, where did Leon learn to drive a tank? He's a police officer, <laughs> I, wasn't he? He's a police officer. And now he's doing God knows what for the American government because Damnation is set after four before... F- sorry, Degeneration <laughs> is set after four before yeah. five, Chris yeah. and Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damnation is set after five just before six. And in fact, the end credits of Damnation, it shows you bits of, of stuff of, like from six. And I think at the start of six, Leon mentioned is just coming back from Europe. I don't know if you're, I mean, I don't know why yeah. you would remember that, but I think he does. I, um, um, I'm going to say something controversial here. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you're going to join me, but I quite fancy playing through Resident Evil 6 again. So do I, I just bought it last night. Really, did you? Oh, I yeah. bet you bought it on PlayStation, didn't you? No, I bought it on the Switch. Ah, well, that's no good. I got it on Xbox. <laughs> well, I'm going to play it in bed. Ah, uh, right. It's going to be great. But I, um, I, uh, yeah, like, it, I, yeah, for some reason, because the thing is, I don't hate Resi 6 as much as, and I, and I, I understand it. why, you know, it got I think I was quite really... generous, actually, with my review. Yeah. Way too generous. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's a competent action game. It's just the thing is, is that, is that it's rubbish in the same way that these movies are rubbish. They're just like naught to 11 bonkers yeah. within the first few minutes. And it's just like, well, if we're fighting in, I don't know, St. Petersburg in broad daylight, Leon's in a tank facing off against a tyrant while another fella is psychically controlling a load of liquors and sending them after this. I mean, what the hell's going on? Meanwhile, Ada's fighting the Russian president in the Oval Office with a load of kung fu and daggers and a grappling hook. And mm. I'm just sitting there like, what the, you know, I mean, what? So what I'd be th- thinking is, imagine the game that could have been based <laughs> <Yeah>. on this <laughs> yeah well but degeneration it kind of is i mean <laughs> degeneration with the one in the airport it's just like it's the t-virus load of zombies fella at the end with the g-virus looks a bit like william birkin they're jumping about there's a countdown there's an explosion everyone's <laughs> happy you know yeah, yeah. but I, I dread to think what Vendetta's going to be like, and, and looking ahead to Infinite, I wonder if Infinite Darkness if they're going to if they're going to calm things down. You know, who knows? But, Probably um, not. I, I no. don't think Resident Evil's traditionally known for calming things down. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it is. But it looked like they were sort of trying to capture the tone of the Resi Two remake in these trailers for Infinite Darkness. Okay. I sort of thought, oh, maybe they're trying to, you know. Mm, but then again, it, it was set, bits of it took place in the White House, and there was a load of liquors there. So it, I think it's going to go mental. But I mean, Resident Evil Two remake. I, I look back yeah. on that and I think, what a game! Absolutely yeah. oh, brilliant. Roger. Yeah, yeah, that still, was still the pinnacle for me. Like in recent Resident Evil kind of releases, that that's the one. Uh, I'd say yes, <clears throat> yeah, probably. I really like three and seven, but yeah, I think ultimately <coughs> I would probably agree with you as well. Yeah. Excuse me, sorry, hay fever again. Uh-oh, uh oh, sneeze alert. Or, or either alert. that, or I've got the T virus. Oh, could be, could be. Mm. Well, I tell you what, you sneeze away. I'll cue up a jingle <laughs> and we talk about video games.
Rich, you've been old schooling us this week. Yeah. Uh, Playing of all things as well. I mean, even for you, this is like well eclectic. Even for you, yeah. But you've been playing a Simpsons game, the Simpsons game. The it's Simpsons not hit game. and run. It's not wrestling. It's not skateboarding. It's just the oft forgotten the Simpsons game, which yes. I think coincided with the movie, right? Uh, I believe it did. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. It's kind of like it's not thought of as a movie tie-in game, no. but it kind of is one. No. Well, it's funny. Um, I kind of missed this when it originally came out because it got quite lukewarm reviews, I believe. And I was oh, like, ah, okay. they've they've ruined it. And you know, The Simpsons hasn't been good for a long time, really, has it? It's been very <laughs> yeah. hit and miss, and that's putting it kind of politely. Yeah, hit and run. Yeah, hit and run. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's I, I played the first level, and it's it's actually pretty good. So what what is it? Like what it's, do you um, do? It's a three D kind of platformy adventure thing. And it's got oh. all the original voice cast. And it opens with Homer dreaming of the land of chocolate. And then oh, that's, you that's play good. That's in the land of chocolate. That's already great. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The Simpsons, by the way, is one of those things where when you say it's got all the returning voice cast, for me, like that's a good thing. It's also an absolute minimum. Well, yeah. Because if imagine if it didn't, it'd be it's like an, an automatic. Yeah, like it, it'd absolutely just sink it. Well, but, suppose yeah. the takeaway from that is that it's all original dialogue. Mm. It's all it's a brand new story with all original voice lines and stuff. So mm. it's kind of in a way like a big bumper bonus episode. And, it, and so respect. is it good then? Is it like funny as well? Well, I was surprised by how good it looked for starters. Kind of cel shaded, you know, art style mm. that looks like the show yeah. um, and just running around as Homer beating up little rabbits in a crazy kind of land of chocolate <laughs> dream world I'm like this is great like why did this get bad reviews or, or middling uh, did it, did reviews it get, uh, oh really did I think it get it, like slated I think the best it sort of did was sort of 7 out of 10 I believe which is not bad <laughs> that's alright yeah. especially because like most Simpsons games look like that Treehouse yeah. of Horror, where Homer turns into 3D, like yeah, it looks exactly. really horrible. Like, yeah. but to actually just get it cell shaded, and because I remember Road Rage had that weird look to it, because it was mm. like PS2 era stuff. It just, yeah. it was a bit like meh. Well, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's only early, but so far I'm quite impressed, and I'm looking forward to playing a bit more when I get some some time. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love The Simpsons, and I, I'm amazed <laughs> yeah. that I didn't really get into The Simpsons games when they came out. Yeah, like, I wonder yeah, I mean, what you was played, going uh, what on. Was it? You, did you play wrestling back in the day? My brother had a copy, um, and I somehow inherited it. <laughs> but I don't think <laughs> I've actually played it. Yeah, that game was mad. I see. Mm. I love. See, I have like a quite a rich history of Simpsons games. Like on the PC, I played Virtual Springfield, which was like the best thing ever. Yeah, that was yeah. like kind of my first. Ex- uh, yeah, kind of my. F- first experience of an open world probably even though it's kind of mad to say that now because it's kind of like a point and click adventure game but it you know it was non-linear and you could decide where you wanted to go you know Mm. um and you You could just explore springfield it was kind of amazing thinking now what was my first open world um it was probably gta 3 i suppose well yeah see the thing is, is that The Simpsons, it's kind of not really an open world. I mean, as I say, it's a non-linear point-and-click adventure. Yeah. So that feeling of exploration was there. But yeah, I, I think the first open world, I, proper open world I played, yeah. well, actually, it was probably like GTA 2, to be honest. But 
Oh, uh, um, all right then, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, GTA won then in that case if we're... Yeah, or, or, or won, I guess, probably, <clears throat> right? Uh, but yeah. yeah, 3D, it'd have to be GTA 3. Anyway, and then I loved Road Rage because it was basically Crazy Taxi, which is great anyway. So yeah. it's just like, you just take the Crazy Taxi thing, but just like reskin it with The Simpsons and you're kind of onto mm. a winner, really. I think that might be why I didn't get it because I was like, well... I love Crazy Taxi, and I'm, I'm playing that, so why would I, uh, <laughs> yeah, why would I yeah. bother with a Simpsons clone? I'll tell you what, though. As reskins go, you don't get much better than just, like, all the voices and Springfield, yeah. right? That yeah, is, that's, that's true. That's one hell of a skin to put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair point. Um, plus, the vehicles were really good. It was, like, it was obviously with... with it had the Simpsons family car, like the pink sedan, yeah. but it had to be open top because people had to like jump into it as you uh, as you go. So I think Homer like sawed the top off. Right. Um, <laughs> it was quite. I think Barney had like the the, the plow king truck right. as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good times. Good Excellent. times. But Burnsy had the luxury Cadillac, which Smithers drove while Burnsy mm. sat in the back. Classic. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Well, you crack on with that. Let me know about this The Simpsons game. Well, I'm, um, I'm going to tease a thing for next week as well, if it comes uh-oh. in time. Um, all this talk of Soul Reaver. I've uh, got myself a Dreamcast copy on the way. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I what, caved. What? Oh man. <laughs> what made you, Was it just the talk of the, the, like, the reboot and stuff? And the talk the, of all yeah. that and me sort of playing the demo and really liking it, but never actually buying a, a copy um, oh shit! Yeah, because so, um, oh yeah, you mentioned didn't you? Like you, yeah, you only played the demo which yeah. you liked, but just actually never properly jumped so in. So I saw I that opening cinematic that. and everything. I was like, this is oh. cool, and played a little bit of the first level, but I never actually played the full thing. And I'm like, well, it was on Dreamcast. I'm sure the Dreamcast version's, you know, pretty. The dr- yeah, pretty good. That, that was, I think, like at, at the time anyway. Mm. That was basically like th- that's, or even now, ah, uh, unless it's out on PC. But yeah, I think the Dreamcast version was just yeah the best version you could get. It, it was it was just like, or, mm. or it was at least the same as the PC version. It was just this is the height that that game can do. It looks quite sharp as well. Oh, nice. I think you're gonna have a, a bloody good time with I'll, that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll endeavour to report back next week. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. I <clears throat> have been playing Monster Hunter Stories 2, Ooh. colon, stick a little colon in there, uh, Wings of Ruin. I don't uh, think I'm is... familiar with Monster Hunter Stories 1. Yeah, well, this is the thing, right? Because it's kind of funny. Like, So, 2017, I believe, Monster Hunter Stories was one of those games where... It's like the swan song of a mm. particular platform. Um, oh, was it a so, Wii U jobber? No, it it was it was 3DS originally. Oh, um, right. But what's fun? So it came out on the 3DS, and mm. but like that year in March, the the Switch came out, um. and so you know lots of people were obviously like super excited about the Switch. Um, and but it was one, but those games, and I think God of War Two was another one of those where it came out like only like I think the PS3 was already out, and they were like talking about God of War Three or something. But like you, you always get that thing where it's like a really late on one platform, and it really pushes that platform like really well. I have a um, confession to make in that regard. I don't think I've ever finished God of War Two, and I think it's for that reason. Oh really? Yeah, so I've beaten the Colossus of Rhodes, but I don't think I ever went beyond that. Oh nice. See, I was I was playing it because it's on um, 
PS Now, and I was thinking mm. about getting it on the Vita, and I got I started playing God of War two, but I also uh, did not finish it that time because I had other stuff on for review. Yeah. But I did play it way back in the day and finished it back in the day. Oh, anyway, right, okay. but it's those sorts of things where it's like super late on that hardware and it's actually really, really good, but it's sort of not doomed a little bit, but just kind of like, oh, everyone's talking about the Switch though. So when the first Monster Hunter stories came out, the people that played it were like, wow, this is like really, really amazing. Graphics are beautiful. Why haven't they remastered this for Switch first? You Do you know what? That's a really good point because Switch is like... It's almost like a life raft yeah. for a number of like really good. I mean, mainly the Wii U. Let's be honest. Because I'd have never heart, played Bayonetta you know. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely, hundred percent. And just like a load of stuff like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Mm-hmm. You know, all all, all all that stuff. Um, I recently bought Super Muggy Ball Banana Blitz HD. Wonderful, loving that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, anyway, this it's more of the same. And what the same is, uh, if you like it. It's really, 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 really good. So it's Monster Hunter, the Monster Hunter that you know and love. And if you don't know it, it's a game where you have to run around, kill monsters, and take their skin and forge armor and also upgrade all your weapons. And so you do those things that you can kill more, more monsters, ad infinitum. But, you know, it's it's more fun than maybe I just made it sound. Yeah. Battles in Monster Hunter, obviously really, really long, hack and slash, dodging affairs, all about strategy and, uh, you know, playing the smart way, sort of like, you know, learning your foes. That's me out then. That's Yeah, that's you gone. Uh, <laughs> stories, turn-based. Oh, okay. That's Weird. its main thing. And initially, it sort of reminded me, because I didn't play, just for the people out there who are, you know, vehement Monster Hunter stories fans, I didn't play the first one. Um, and actually, it was before I was really into because I really got into Monster Hunter. I liked the ones on the PSP, got into World when it came out on the PS4, and yeah. I really loved Rise earlier this year on the Switch. Um, mm. And so the whole thing, the whole thing is like, how does it translate to to, to being turn based? Because your initial instinct, a bit like Yakuza, I guess, you might just think, well, I don't know about that. Like the main reason I love that series is that like crazy combat. You know? Well, it, the, Monster Hunter seems more—I don't know—more of a shift. Because, what do you reckon? Well, I don't know. Because there's the whole build-up to the hunt, isn't there, and the the tracking the monster and that. So turn-based yeah. seems odd to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. And one of the, one of the things it does. So the so the sort of the, the two main things um, to take away. One of the things it does is it really compartmentalizes the the sort of aspects of Monster Hunter in, in more of a pronounced way. You really think like this is the bit that's where I'm roaming and exploring. Mm-hmm. And because whenever you go into a battle it shifts to a turn-based thing. Yeah. And it, you know, it won't won't do anything until you tell it what you want to do. You get that feeling where it's almost like it kind of it relaxes a little bit. It's like it's not quite as sort of blistering and frenetic as Monster Hunter normally is. You still get those parts where, you know, you're going around a village and you're helping people. And and it's funny because all of the things match up really well. It's like you've still got your sub-quests, you've still got your quests, you get all your goodies, your craft stuff, you upgrade your weapons, all that stuff's still there. But you don't quite get... It's an interesting point that you say that, that, that sense of build-up, like the mm. calm before the storm, you know. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the <laughs> whole tracking and... Yeah, I like that bit. Yeah. See, I, I, I really like that bit as well. Um, 
the upside to it. You see, so you you don't you don't quite get that. You just it's it's somewhat I find anyway more of a relaxed experience. However, mm. it's also a really 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 fun experience. Um, it's a fantastic battle system. So basically, it just uses a rock paper scissors thing, which uh, people think like it's simple, and so, but it really mm. works. It's like power beats technical, <clears throat> technical beats speed, speed beats power. Yeah. And if you correctly guess your opponent and you face off against them, you dodge and completely neutralize their attack while dealing damage on them. So, and that's like the sort of the base sort of uh, foundation for the combat. And on top of that, you then have whoever you've got with you, which depending on where you are in the game is like a, a different selection of allies. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole thing is you play as a rider, you're actually not a hunter. Although in gameplay terms, it kind of amounts to the same thing, except their yeah. speciality is, well, we ride the monsters. They can, and it's a little bit like Pokemon. You stick whichever monster you want at the, at the sort of front of your squad and you, and they sort of, they'll come out and follow you around and you can jump on their back and kind of ride them around in the open world, which is super, super fun. Yeah. Um, so it's got like a kind of a bit of Pokemon in its DNA. It's like you you also the whole you sort of take eggs. So if you successfully beat a big boss or something, you can then pluck an egg from its nest and bring mm. it back to your camp. Um, <clears throat> as you and do, and then you, you as you do nick mm. yourself a little egg, sure. and then they th- that gives it a real. And there's also like a there's a thing called the right of channeling, which mm-hmm. is where you basically pinch uh, favorable genes from monsters that you like. So you might get a particular thing that's like, I don't know, he's got a, uh, an ability that can heal the team or something. And you can like channel his genes into a different monster. Uh, so you can sort of create these like custom monsters that have the favorable genes that you want. So it gets, so it really reminds me of Pokemon in that regard. And God, it's like when um, you're, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like Splicing that. Splicing yeah, yeah, genes. Uh, yeah. Lots of them are dinosaur as well. There's a lot mm, of sort of v- Velociraptor-inspired mm. monsters here. Um, and when you're in the battles, it's got that thing where, like, your ally and 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 their monster will freely attack your opponents. Like, you only control yourself, like your own character, who is a custom created character. And they chuck in all of these things, like if you do a speed attack, and so does your monster, mm-hmm. and your opponent does a power attack, so that your speed attack trumps them. You and your monster do a special team up double whammy move for like loads and loads and loads of damage, and it, it's amazing because it's not cluttered. Whenever, whenever you sort of think to yourself, "Oh God, you know, there's a lot going on in this combat system," it's like, well, it all comes down to rock paper scissors, mm. and then, and then like once you once you've uh, like attacked your opponent successfully, you you build up your um, you have like a, a kinship meter. Nice. With your monster. And you can leap on their back and actually ride them in battle. And then once you're on their back, uh, you have like special team up attacks and ultimate attacks and things like that. Um, nice. That's good, isn't it? My, I, I'm loving it. I'm mm. re- Yeah, like I think it's fantastic. It's, it's, it does kind of, it is more sedate, I find it. And it's, because it's quite nice. I mean, even, even from a basic like, I'm in a big battle with like a, a Rathalos or, you know, so, say for argument's sake, just a huge monster that's going to take like half an hour. You know, those classic Monster Hunter battles where it's like, I'm going to be doing this for like an hour until yeah. this thing's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but just imagine you've got yourself a nice cup of coffee and actually it's a turn-based battle. Pop the switch on your lap 
And you're loving it. You're just sort of thinking, oh, okay, so he's going to do that. What am I going to do? And it becomes a little bit more cerebral. But I just find it amazing just how well, a bit like uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, actually, how surprisingly well it ends up marrying up to these mechanics. Mm. You, sort, you sort of think, so you come up against like a an Arzuros, for instance, which is kind of like a badger, like a sort of a badger meets <laughs> a, an armadillo. It's like a big I angry I think I know bastard. it. Is it the one that rolls at you? Yeah, I think it does. That uh, thing, a spiky bastard. It's got sort of spiked flanks, sort of yeah. badger, badger bastard. Yeah. Um, it, like, you just sort of to look at, you just sort of think, or it'll say like, oh, Arzuros is, you know, very, very powerful or whatever. Mm. So you sort of think to yourself, oh, okay, so it's going to come up with a, with a power attack. I'll try the speed option. And you can see which character the Arzuros is aiming at. So if it's aiming at you hit the speed one and you'll completely nullify it and get your attack in, which, which builds up your kinship meter. So all of these lovely little systems just loop into each other. And it's really, really fun. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to ultimately be one of those ones that I'm sort of comparing it to Rise in my head because I really loved Rise, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be one of those things where it's like... If someone loves Yakuza but they don't like turn-based strategy, would you recommend them like a dragon anyway? Yeah, because it's not super deep RPG mechanics, is it? It's pretty easy to grasp. Yes, yes. And it's still quintessentially Yakuza, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're still getting the same sort of story Mm. and the same sort of um, experience, ultimately. Just the combat happens to be turn-based. Mm. But yeah. also, I found that combat in Like a Dragon just fantastic. Mm. Even, mm. like, yeah, it is really different, for sure. And if you don't like turn-based combat, maybe it's not for you. But Monster Hunter Stories is so much fun and such a good distillation of, of what you enjoy about, if you enjoy Monster Hunter, the parts of it that you enjoy are here. And they're here in kind of meaningfully different ways. And it sort of makes you think about monster. It casts the sort of the formula in a in a new light, because ultimately what it does is it makes you think really, really strategically, which is what Monster Hunter does when Monster mm. Hunter is at its best. So yeah. it might be one of those ones where if you if you like Monster Hunter or you've tried it in the past, but actually it's a little bit too much. Maybe you find it a bit repetitive. Maybe you just find it really, really difficult and you're kind of bogged down by that and you, you can, maybe you've bounced off it. Stories might be the one for you mm. because it it really slows it down. It's gonna you, you can play at your own pace and you can kind of learn the mechanics as you go. Plus, the art style. It like You know how Monster Hunter is kind of like muddy and earthy in its yeah. colours? It's sort of, this is like bright, sort of cell-shaded, cartoony, sort of like... So you can see versions of the monsters that you might know from the main series, but they turn up here in kind of really bright, colourful variations. So there's there's kind of a lot for people who know Monster Hunter and like it. And if you don't, I might, to the point where like I might recommend this one for people almost like as like a way in. Okay. <laughs> Even oh, though it's like super, di- which, I, which I think is actually what I said about Rise, because I thought they did, you know, they did a really good job with Rise. But even then, it's like, even Rise, it's like, well, there's loads of systems that you still don't really learn about and that the game doesn't really teach you about. But you don't kind of don't need them to, to, to play it, but you what you get better if you do know them. This one, it seems like it doesn't really have that. Like, everything that's there 
seems to be explained to you quite clearly. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I think I think it's uh, excellent to be honest. Mm. But, so, yeah. It's, Hold it's, on. It's, it's, when, when's it's this out? Uh, this is out uh, this Friday, I think. The uh, so this is your this is your review verdict. Yeah, basically. You definitively like it. I definitively, yeah, I definitively, I don't have to caveat by by going, uh, you know. Of course, all this this may change, uh, and actually... (laughs) They might completely ruin it. Actually, it's abysmal. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's really good stuff. It's It's out this Friday on the Switch. I think, much like Rise, I think there is like a... A PC version in the offing, but probably a ways into the future. But but mm. yeah yeah, absolutely fantastic. I mean yeah, I don't know how it's gonna game games of the year this year is going to be really interesting. It might be one of those years where it's like yeah, you know maybe there's not not a high number of absolute bona fide masterpieces, but just you know those years when there's just loads of really really good video games. Well, uh, Lost Judgment's out in September, so um... prepare to get blown out of the water. Mm. Fair yeah, I'm enough. having that. I'm having that. Right, I'm loading up the news cannon. Strap your helmet on, son. We're going in heavy. Half-Life 3 already happened, then it was called Bioshock. And all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we Grand Theft Auto 6, everybody just chill out, basically. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, report from industry insider Tom Henderson, uh, who knows some people, apparently. These are all... Treat everything... This is one of those ones where it's like... You know, it's... These kind of rumours have been corroborated, but also, you know, treat them with a pinch of salt, because... You know, but 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 we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> Henderson previously revealed accurate details about Battlefield 2042, by the way. Um, but in right. a video published last weekend, he said uh, a few things about GTA 6. Uh, number one, that it wouldn't release until 2024 or 2025, um, thanks to new policies implemented at Rockstar Games that are intended to focus on employee welfare and to avoid crunch. Good. And then Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg uh, said everything Tom Henderson has said about uh, GTA 6 matches up with what I've heard. The report also mentioned that it's going to take place in modern day Vice City. Right. Apparently, they were considering a return to the 80s, um, but that was apparently nixed. And instead, it's going to offer a moderately sized map that will be updated and changed in a manner similar to a live service following its launch. Uh, Rockstar and Take-Two are not commenting on the reports at the moment, as you'd expect. Sounds like we're being quite awake. What do you make of that? I mean, first of all, Vice City was the obvious one, right? Yeah. They've, done, mean, they've done Liberty, they've done Los Santos, yeah. and sort of, you know, the wider San Andreas, in a sense, as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the last one that's left. Although what's weird is, if we imagine that it's true... Vice City, but not in the 80s. Yeah, and what was special about that was that it was in the 80s, mm. I think. That's what marked mm. it out. I don't know. It's all hearsay in it. 
I mean, mm. the plan could change if it's that far out from yeah. release. Who who knows? It, it's a bit. I don't know. I it, would be. It feels if, if, nebulous, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's important to get your salt out and salt it. You know, get yeah, your salt shaker and get shaking. Mm. But um, I mean, it's 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 kind of funny when you think of when you think of Miami because you're right. Like it's so tightly sort of bound to that 80s setting and that sort of slice of culture that the idea of you know it'd be like Michael Mann's Miami Vice yeah you know it's like it's like me it's like Miami you know and I am wearing a you know a white blazer and I am Colin Farrell and I do have a mustache but it's Mm. just set in 2006 yeah exactly kind of a weird one kind of a weird one but We'll see, okay? We'll see. If it does come out 2025, that's 12 years between Grand Theft Autos. Oh, that's mad, isn't it? And here I am still waiting for, like, Bully 2 or, <laughs> you know, Max Payne 4 or something. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This yeah. is true. And I, who knows? Plus, they got the they got the next-gen versions of, uh, of GTA 5 coming out this year. I bought the PS4 GTA 5, like, a, like late last year, just because I saw yeah. I hadn't realised the additions to all the radio stations. And then I thought... Actually, I'll probably just end up getting the PS5 one because I haven't played GTA 5 since 2013, since it came out. I've never replayed it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I briefly um. played the Xbox One version when that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, with first-person view and all that. Played a bit oh, of first-person. Yeah. yeah, I don't like first-person GTA. It's, it's odd. It doesn't feel Weird, right. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan Hauser... Seems oh, to yeah. have found, formed a new studio called uh, Absurd Ventures. Which is does good. sound like an absurd venture. Doesn't it does, it? doesn't it? Mm. Spotted by users on the GTA forums. Uh, it was a UK company officially incorporated last week, as per the listing on uh, Company's House. It's described as a, quote, ready-made interactive leisure and entertainment software development, uh, with Hauser listed as the company's director, right. as well as producer and creative director. So... You know, sure. Okay. Good. Let's let's <laughs> let's have a bit of that. Yeah, um, yeah. He's obviously, you know, uh the writer the writer of lots of Rockstar's games. So if you like the writing in Rockstar's games, it's a big blow. And if you don't, if you dislike the writing, then you might be thinking, Oh, yeah, bright times good. ahead. So Um Whatever happened to Leslie Benzie's thing as well. Oh yeah, didn't he well he just left, didn't he? That was, well, a, was a lawsuit. He's formed a he's formed a studio. Did he form one as well? Pretty sure. Well, yeah, I think he did. All forming them, forming mm. them like nobody's business. Yeah. But yeah, also uh, VGC uh, noted that a separate company was also registered in the US, Absurd Ventures LLC, based in Delaware, Texas. Yeah. Um, and this company is named as the owner of the UK arm, so it could be that the in games moniker means that it's just one division of a broader company. So who knows? Maybe they could do films as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. That would be an absurd venture, wouldn't it? Mm, it would indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut is official. This is what we were talking about last week. Turns out it's kind of mm. not a sort of Lost Legacy, First Light style dealio. No. It's got a new... I. It's Ghost of Tsushima again with an basically an expansion. Yeah, it's got... Icky Island. Sort of Iki Island, which is, yeah, also under invasion from the Mongols. So, like, a whole new island to explore, along with 4K targeting 60 frames per second, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, all that lovely stuff. Um, but, yeah, not... I'm probably going to get it, to be honest. Uh, I do I find it odd that they've... It. 
And they're basically locking all the PS5 features behind a paywall. Um, when other games yeah. don't tend to do that. But the weird thing is, I would be prepared to fork out for that. So, uh, who's mm. who's the idiot? It, it's me, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think if you I'm already own the, uh, the PS4 one, then the upgrade to... The the PS5 one is I think twenty four ninety nine I think. Is it? Oof. So I guess if it was uh maybe if it was just the PS5 stuff, you'd be a bit like uh, uh but it's I think it's because it's got this expansion as well. Yeah. So the sort of twenty fives a bit. If it actually if you already have the director's cut on PS4, then the upgrade to the PS5 version is is nine pounds. That's so it, that's yeah. the that's the that's the price What's that the they put to do on, it, yeah. it's on weird. specifically that. It's really mm. strange. I yeah. Well, it's quite fiendish if you think about it, because it's like instead of doing a sort of lost legacy style thing, it's like it's a, a bit like Spider Man, but but imagine if they just put Miles Morales for like twenty five quid if you already mm. had the PS Four Spider Man. Like it's depending on how you look at it, it's quite good value. But it also depends on how big this Eki Island thing is, right? Well, as that's well. it. it could be, could yeah, be small, could be big. Who knows? Could be like one quest <laughs> for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just over in about half an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I uh, I am looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Silent Hi- Silent Hill publisher uh, mm-hmm. Konami, for those yep. that don't know, confirms that it's partnering with Bluba Team. Uh, yeah. Makers of Layers of Fear, The Medium, Blair uh, Witch, Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Some people upset about this news. Yeah, some people so, think Bloob are not good enough to do Silent Hill. Yeah. I would personally beg to differ. I thought they'd mm. be a great fit for it with a higher budget, obviously. Yeah, you'd which need. I, yeah, I hope Konami will provide that source material. Yes. I don't know. I I'm cautiously optimistic. Well, so we don't know just yet. It's um a strategic yeah. quote strategic cooperation agreement that will see Konami and Bluebird team working together. Uh, in a press release, Konami said it was, quote, excited to work with Bluber Team and other highly regarded development partners to produce games from existing and new IPs. Mm-hmm. Bluebird Team's CEO said it's a historic day for me and the culmination of several years of work. The fact that such a renowned company as Konami has decided to strategically cooperate with the Bluebird team uh, means that we also join the world leaders in gaming, become an equal partner for the leading players in this market. The announcement briefly mentioned Silent Hill, but also it mentioned it in the context of other games like Castlevania and Metal mm. Gear Solid. So we don't actually know that Bluebird team is doing Silent Hill, but it's it just seems smart logical. Yeah. Yes, isn't it? Like they do <laughs> horror games and everyone's clamouring. For Silent Hill, I have to say, I am not terribly excited about that. No? Uh, I, 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 I mean, I'm up for more Silent Hill, and I wish wish them wish them well, of course. Um, I, I thought the original Layers of Fear was the best thing they've done. Yeah, and I, I agree. thought it was really, really, really clever, sort of mm-hmm. played with gaming mechanics and sort of had a a kind of horror that i hadn't seen before yeah maybe it was a little reliant on jump scares but the fact of the matter is it was very effective Mm -hmm. um layers of fear 2 i thought was not good at all blair which i thought was decent but a little bit like uh the medium 
it's the best bits in Blair Witch were early and they were in the daytime. As soon as Bloober gets its hands on combat, you're kind of in trouble. Like, because it's it's insta-fail stealth sequences or chase sequences or shining a light on stuff. It The Blair Witch, for me, lost a hell of a lot of steam way before the end. Um, and, and the kind of, like, the eeriness of its opening was, like, good. And if mm. you like Blair Witch, it was like, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, the forest looks really cool and it's quite tense. And I thought the medium was quite quite disappointing, to be honest. Um, okay. I thought I thought it was it was a it was a perfectly sort of competently. Ex- I mean, it's quite a clear audition for Silent Hill in a lot of ways. Yeah. I thought. I think that's um, why I liked it. <laughs> it just wasn't scary, and, and in fact, I don't think that their games have been scary really since Layers of Fear. Um, it's it's remarkable how people overlook that, or if they don't overlook it. Maybe they are scared, and maybe I maybe I've become desensitized to scares. But it was a similar thing with um, Resi Village recently. It was like the medium was many things, but but none of them were scary. I mean, were you scared by the medium? Um, no, I don't think I was scared. I think I enjoyed the story, and I enjoyed its twist, and that you, yeah kind of carried it quite a bit for me, which is why I yeah, think I yeah. liked it more than you did. Yeah. Because as soon yeah. as I got that twist, I was like, that is cool. That's a smart twist. Yes. And I didn't right. see it coming either, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, that's, that's, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, my, we'll review, see. Uh, my last line in that review was, Konami, give Bloober Team the Silent Hill license and a big budget, please. Because like I you think say, that happens, it felt like an audition. And Yeah. I if, think, if 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 that know. happens and they get the money and they get Silent Hill, you might end up with like a better version of the medium. Well, I think they're um, capable. I think Bloober Team, given the time and the money, definitely capable of doing something interesting with Silent Hill. I, absolutely, I, I I agree. I just I wish they would go back to that first layers of fear. To, I mean, to yeah. the kind of you know, because the thing is, is that the the characteristic that defines their games after the first layers of fear and you know i say this with all due respect they became very very convinced that actually what they were good at was storytelling Mm. and the thing is is that all of their games after the first layers of fear are quite heavily defined by that storytelling the blair witch had a lot of that medium had an awful lot of that and the thing is that's that's fine and they're they're not bad i mean probably the best game for its storytelling is observer but i i just i just think that's not your strength your real strength was that the purity of that first game and you've not really generating an atmosphere Mm. And yes, that, generate the, yes. And clever mechanics that you know there were clever mechanics in that game that made yeah, it yeah. stand out. Absolutely, mm. uh, yeah, a hundred percent, yeah. And for me, I just think, uh, yeah, it do, I, I, it it does not excite me. But but you know, I I, I hope to really hope to be proved wrong on that. You know, yeah. I, if it's great, we all win. Either I look silly. In which case, I don't mind looking silly because it mm-hmm. means that we end up with a great game, or so I look like a miserable twat. And yeah. but I'm right, and everyone goes, "Well, he's a miserable twat," but he was right. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dead Space, the thing that could be happening, but we don't know. But it kind of looks like it's happening at EA. Ugh. Could be a remake, yeah. basically. That's the that's the new news on Dead Space is that Venture Beats Jeff Grubb says, "quote." Uh, the EA is taking notes from Capcom's recent Resident Evil remakes. So they so are suggesting funny. that, you know... Is mm. that Dead Space really doesn't need a remake? 
it's still brilliant the way it is. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you'll, you'd get to the point where, you're, where it's like, oh, Resident Evil 1 and 2 and 3. But when you get to Resident Evil 4, you're yeah. like... Oh well, that one just sort of still sort of seems current, which is yeah. I suppose speaks to how amazingly ahead of its time Resident Evil was. Dead Space, kind of the same thing. I agree with you completely. It's like, yeah, that still holds up really well, though. If you, exactly, if you play yeah. that on Xbox, you know, like that, that still look, it still looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I was sort of f- f- surprised. Yeah, is that is that good? I guess people are up for that, right? I, Remake I everything. I, I would prefer. <laughs> I would prefer kind of a reboot in a way. Well, I think that's also what it might be. Yeah. I say, I sorry, all the um, it's probably my fault for not being clear. All these terms, by the way, are basically interchangeable when they really shouldn't be. I said remake. I, I was kind of including reboot in that, right? Just right. Ju- oh, oh, in the same way that Resi Two remake is. Yeah. Well, well, actually, yeah, that is kind of just a reason. It, it really is a remake. Yeah. I mean, re- a reboot. reboots aspects of it doesn't it because it's got Mr X in it it sort of changes some stuff but whatever you know a redo of Dead Space either in a spiritual or a graphical sense whatever you want as opposed to a Dead Space 4 or something different that takes place in the Dead Space universe reboot's one of those things that makes me roll my eyes though to hear it but I do think (laughs) you know what I mean like oh why but it does feel like that would be appropriate for Dead Space I think yeah. Either that or yeah. a new one. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't no, think I a don't. remake's necessary. I agree. We mm. shall we shall see. Uh, last but not least, exciting out there for uh, fans of uh, social strand games. Oh. Uh-oh. Rich, I heard that you are quite, quite partial to the uh, social strand. Oh, yeah. I love a social strand. You love a social strand. Mm. Well, how would you feel about a social cloud? Uh, no. Nah. Don't no, you wouldn't no, be up for that. Fair, no, fair play to you. No strands. It's strands or nothing. <laughs> it's either strands or, or fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. Reportedly. Rip, and oh, this yeah. is, I don't know, I don't know how, in what sense the salt shakers are back so, out for this of, one. A lot of conjecture in this week's news. <laughs> I know, of, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Reportedly, supposedly, uh. Uh, <laughs> I, I've i got my ear on the, uh, on I, you know, on the grapevine this I week. I just want to deal in absolutes, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. like a Sith. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this according to VentureBeat, mm-hmm. reportedly... Uh, Hideo Kojima has signed a letter of intent uh, with Xbox, which is which is not binding, but which is basically like a letter that says, "I want to do this." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then the other guy goes, "Yeah, I'd like that as well. Should we sign a thing that sort of declares that we want that?" And they go, "Yeah." Um, so basically, it's it's they intend to work out the details on a publishing agreement uh, for right. an as yet unannounced uh, Xbox game. The report revealed that Kim Swift. Uh, mm-hmm. Who worked on Portal, of course, and who yes. recently left left Valve. I um, interviewed her. She's she's nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said th- I forgot about that actually. Mm. Um, well, she's joined Microsoft apparently uh, specifically to help Kojima bring his next idea to life. She was chosen for her expertise working on cloud games at Stadia. And Kojima okay. has previously said that he's interested in exploring the potential of the cloud 
so it's, it's so it's for his next project. So it's it's unclear whether the game will exist only in the cloud, uh, but it, it looks like cloud computing slash delivery uh, will be a major mm. major part of it. Doesn't doesn't appear that a, a specific pitch for a game even exists yet. Yeah, just a just a desire from both parties to sort of make use of each other's expertise. Um, and then it said the report suggested that whatever deal gets made uh, won't preclude Kojima from working with other publishers uh, such as Sony. So that that how do you feel about so you're not so it's a, a sort of social cloud like a big right. cloud and everyone's death clouding everyone's, they're ra- they're raining on each other's parade quite literally right. okay. you know. I, I don't know. Um, imagine I, I if it think, was a, um, a, a reboot of Boktai. Did you know about Boktai, by the way? No. Kojima did a game for the Game Boy where the cartridge was also a solar receiver. So you what? had to play the game in broad daylight so that the sun would charge up the cartridge and allow the hero to unleash his Boktai powers. <laughs> okay. So how's that for peripherals? That's I mental. Mean, wow. Amazing. That's one I mean, of the maddest gimmicks. He was ahead of the curve with solar power, wasn't he, back then? You knew what he was doing. I think um, Microsoft should just um, buy Konami, you know, acquire the Metal <laughs> Gear license, give <laughs> it back everything. to Kojima. Yeah, yeah. Go, here you go, yeah. mate. Here You're you Mr. Are. Metal Gear. Mr. Don't, Metal I don't want Gear. you making any Death Stranding, Death Clouding bollocks. Get back making cloud, Metal clouds, Gear, cloud, cloud raining, cloud pouring. Exactly. Cloud, cloud, cloud stranding. Right, controversial, right, but I'm going to say it. It's cool. Let Metal Gear go. No. Super happy for Kojima to do whatever he wants to do. No. He he told an amazing story over two decades. He effectively did, by the way, what everyone complained, rightfully complained at George Lucas for doing. Re- Metal Gear Solid Five basically is Revenge of the Sith. He told an outrageous <laughs> story about the making <laughs> of a villain, and it it unbelievable how convoluted it all is and yeah. how it all ties up. Although. Certain people would disagree with that. Uh, it's fine. It's one of the most storied series. Series. It just wanting more, in my opinion, has just never been a good enough reason to have more. Some things are better when you leave them. If you want to get Blue Point and you want to do a remake of of one or two or three, put it in Unreal Engine Five or whatever you want to do. Fine. If you want to polish, fine. But we don't need. It's over. <laughs> Gee, and Josh has spoken. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <coughs> Sorry and with that, that no we'll gear. go on. We'll, we'll go on to the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like drawers. It's quiz time. We're joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you doing? I'm good. I just had a baby bell, and I'm ready to go. Oh, lovely. Mini baby bell, by the way. Mini baby bell. I mean, I can only assume. Um, Is there big baby bells? Yeah, did, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to blow your mind on air, my friend. Did um, you um, tear open the net and one went rolling off? No, but I did throw one at Rhiannon uh, on yeah. her request, not at her, like to did her. you yeah. sort of viciously throw it? Yeah. Dashed <laughs> yeah. it at her head. Um, <laughs> and it, it, I missed it. It bounced 
so it bounced so much off the sofa that it ended up at the other side of the room. Um, That's good. Which was fun. Yeah, I'm a big nice. fan of that. Yeah, my uh, my flatmate came back from France with a regular baby bell. It's fucking massive. That's nuts. Do you eat the red bit? Yeah, you eat the red bit, don't you? Yeah, I eat <laughs> yeah. it all. Yeah. Uh, right. Are you both ready? Don't forget mm. that uh, Matt won last week on a hail mary. Week before. Richard yeah. Anderson won, so yeah, you know, both right. of you, you. But bear in mind, you're going up against at least Richard Anderson here. Yeah. He seems to love it. So, Good. right, clue number one. That someone does. <clears throat> <laughs> clue number one. I'm an ideal destination for people who want to push it to the limit. <laughs> oh well, then stop. Oh no. Uh, no. Rich Walker. Is it Vice City from GTA Vice City? Incorrect. Oh, thank God for that. I was thinking Scarface, Push It to the Limit, you know, that song. Clue number two. I seem to be, I seem to be a very popular destination for drug dealers. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it Miami from Scarface, The World Is Yours? And this week's winner. (laughs) Fair (laughs) Is Rich Walker on guest number two. That's good stuff, Rich. Where the fuck does that Uh, come from? Cheers. (laughs) Clue number one. Um, I like I'm that a good destination for people who want to push it to the limit. It's of course a reference to the song "Push It to the Limit," which yeah. yes was in GTA Vice City, but was also in Scarface along with the rest of the. Actually, the was the it in Vice City? I think it, it was in was GTA indeed. Three. Wasn't oh, sorry, it? it was in GTA Three because yeah. they had that. Um, that deal had, uh, to have the Scarface soundtrack. Flashback just had all of the songs mm. from the Scarface. Well, not all of them, but you know most, most of them. Of them. Uh, but it was also in Scarface. Yes. Uh, clue number two. Seem to be a very popular destination for drug dealers. Uh, I could go through the other the, the other clues. Uh, if you decide to visit, you won't be able to kill any of the civilians because that was a weird thing about Scarface. The world is yours. Like when you play as Tony, you can't kill anyone, and even when you well, run people he... over, they're just injured because it's against his honor code. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. As as but we know in the film, when you play as Tony's lieutenants, however, you can go fucking mental. So. <laughs> you know. Uh, I have a number of famous visitors, including James Woods, Michael York, Cheech Marin, Robert Davy, Michael Rappaport, and Robert Logia. What's happened to Robert Dav- Davy? Robert Davy. He was good. I, I don't know. Yeah, he was good. Good in uh, License to Kill. Die Hard. Uh, yeah. And the last clue: lots of things to do, and Ordeal. many of them can be done with motion controls. Because don't forget that it game came, came out, out of the Wii. Wii. I, I vividly ah. remember reading about that in a official Nintendo magazine and being like. Yeah. Wow, okay. Like, can you use yeah. it like as like a chainsaw or something, like the Wii remote? <laughs> yeah, I think you could. And also, like the shooting was great because you just you just oh, yeah. target with the. I miss I miss the uh, the pointer controls of the Wii for shooting <laughs> stuff. That was fucking yeah, excellent. Was no one's brought back a really sensor good. bar. Bring back sensor bars. That was good yeah. shit. Could you do that on the Switch with like a Joy-Con? You can you... do like gyro, which is becoming standard now, isn't it? With like as like a little bit of extra aiming. But they were saying about having like a pointer that never moved and knew exactly <laughs> where it was on the screen because gyro drifts, doesn't it, over time? But the pointer, yeah. you knew where the pointer was. Um, yeah. I tell you what, actually, have you heard of Flick Stick? I just found out about this yesterday. What Flick Stick? It's a new way to control FPS games on uh, on a dual stick controller. And the, oh, yeah. basically, the right analog stick, whichever way you push it, is the f- direction you're facing. So if you just flick the, that stick backwards, you just face backwards. Ah. Huh. And it huh. means that you well, can if- instantly sort of change direction, and then you got you use dry, gyro for the up and down aiming. 
Apparently, it's really good. Oh. Like, and it'll not just up and down, but presumably yeah, to move like anywhere within the frame yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sounds like a nightmare. Was that for what's that for? What platform is that? Well, it, uh, I can't remember the bloke's name, but someone came up for it as like a mod for Doom. I think Doom Eternal or Doom 2016. Uh-huh. And there, there's now like we're just hitting a point now where games are releasing with like flick stick controls. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, something to look into. Really interesting. It's like, it, it it blew my mind so much. Like watching a video about it, it was like I was like. Me learning this would be like learning dual analog back in the day. Like it looks yeah. so different. Because also you'd need like a motion control. Yeah. Thing, so, so you need to be PlayStation for... or Switch. Couldn't do it with Xbox. Fuck. No. That's good stuff. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. sorry yeah, Did you know that um, Ricky Gervais mm. was in that game? By the way, Scarface: The World Is Yours. Is he? Uh, yeah. He is in GTA for one of the NPCs. He's in GTA oh, Four as well. Yeah, he's he in GTA Four. He's one of the stand-ups, wasn't he? At the the yeah. comedy lounge, and also um, Al Pacino. Um, didn't he pick the voice actor to portray? Yeah, he, cho- he chose the, chose the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that Ricky Gervais was in Scarface. Though. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. really yeah. random. Excellent. Good to know. Right. Anyway, this week's been a Rich Walker. Thank you very much. Thank you very Yay. much to Matt from upstairs. Thank it's about you. that time for the questions. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in, and we'll talk about them. We will. We will mm. endeavour to talk about them. Just a little, <clears throat> little bit of tea in preparation. A little bit of tea. Little yep, tea. Yep, yep, I've yep. not. I've got a whisper gold, but I haven't eaten any of it yet. But I'll eat it when we're done. Duh. Um, first one from Michael. What do you think Blue Point's next title will be? That. Is an interesting question and one that I don't think I have the answer to. Um, but Sony have apparently purchased them now, haven't they? So whatever yeah, they it is, it'll be PlayStation <laughs> exclusive. Yeah, my hot tip on that's Ico. I think, you I think it'd be mad. It, it'd be brilliant. And well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a shoe. It would make sense, if, wouldn't it? If the thing was true, and because it was, I think it was like Sony's social media account accidentally tweeted out the thing that just said like welcome blue point to the family or whatever yeah Yeah. um so it sounds like they are they did it for shadow of the colossus and it was great so and i'd love to see them do the same do the same thing with ico because i love Mm. that game so much but whether or not that that might not be that bad a guess to be honest in response to that question i mean it's a why it's a sort of a a bit of a wild punt for me because i love that game but if they have just bought them then yeah. maybe that'll well, happen. This is the thing with Sony buying them now. It kind of um, eliminates a lot of possibilities. <laughs> yeah. You could have said, Metal Gear Solid. Not anymore. No. Well, it um, might. There's nothing to say it wouldn't. Well, Konami own that, though, don't they? So, I don't know. Yeah, but that, that doesn't It depends mean whether that... Sony would outsource yeah, their, their like... own studio. <clears throat> if they if they could be like if they made a deal with Konami for the IP yeah. and then they said we want we want to do this then it could could well be you know although then maybe maybe Konami would then say well it's got to be multi platform but maybe they wouldn't I don't know but yeah I mean the the you would think that you know with a studio like that under your belt you could just sort of like dip into your own history exactly yeah mine the back catalogue Twisted Metal yeah, yeah. that'd be quite a good one. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people like uh, a bit of Twisted Metal. I would be really up for just a load of those good HD collections on the PS3 brought to mm. the PS4. You know, if I could have all the God of Wars on the, yeah. on the PS4, PS5. Yeah, it'd be lovely. Yeah. Be lovely stuff. Uh, Michael, with a follow-up, <clears throat> an angry follow-up. Uh-oh. 
He says, right, that's it. I've had it. What is actually going on with Silent Hill? I don't care if you've been sworn to secrecy via an NDA. Just spill it now. It's been two years of this rumour madness. Someone end it already. Well, well I've, um, I've already talked about my insider knowledge, but which dates back five years now. <laughs> and it, it, nothing came of it. So <laughs> Nothing came of it. I, I know but look, nothing. You know, Michael, it's looking like it's Bloober Team. So if that mm-hmm. excites you... Do it, and if, if not, it doesn't sorry. excite you, I'm sorry, but <laughs> mm. but it's probably gonna be Bloober Team now. Yeah, unless Bloober Team do. Imagine Bloober Team, and they were like, "Yeah, we're we're actually just doing Castlevania, so fuck you." We're like, doing we're Zone gonna... of the Enders three. We're doing... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we're doing a remake of Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babel for the yeah, Game Boy exactly. Color. Yeah, so you didn't think of that, did you? No. Hey, um, does that come in? Yeah. <laughs> Done, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're actually doing got- a remake of Never Dead. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Now there's a de- yeah. So yeah. we can all look forward to Never Dead. Yeah. Um, that. Got a couple of couple of thought provoking ones here oh, as yeah. well, which uh-huh. I think you you quite like from uh, a bit from, more tea. Well, f- from yeah. flashy. Oh yeah. Uh, this one's actually a comment, which Ooh. I'm a I'm a fan of. You know, Me you don't too. always get a traditional comment, do you? Mm, no. Um, the comment is. I wish things were more self-contained. Uh, not everything needs to be a franchise with a canon and tie-in material. I don't have time to read six books of lore just to understand the subtleties of a story. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I, I, yeah. I, I feel sorry yeah. for the people who have to write all the notes and collectibles and things, because yeah. I don't read them. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is, it's a shame, especially because, like... Sometimes, uh, sometimes <laughs> it's not that damaging, you know. Like mm. Doom Eternal, it's still a really good video game because it's got really lovely Doom stuff with loads yeah. of cool violence. However, there's also a lot of baggage in that game, and I couldn't tell you what the plot was or what happened. And they seem to spend an awfully long time on it with quite a few long story cutscenes. So it's yeah. like, I. All right, that didn't damage that one, but yeah, like just crazy. Do you remember with uh, Final Fantasy fifteen that they, they released a CGI movie with Liam Neeson in it, and it was like was Liam Neeson in that was he? Yeah, yeah, he played Bloody the king, uh, oh, king yeah. Noctis or something. Um, no, no, Noctis is the main guy. Well, that's Prince Noctis, I think. Oh, he was... King, oh, right. King Noctis, I think, was his dad. Okay. But anyway, anyway, I think it was called Kingsguard or Kingsglaive that movie, um, but. I could probably tell you right now because it's on my shelf. Hold on. Oh God. King, King's Glaive. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but they said like I you can, it. You, you can play Final Fantasy 15 without it. Fine. Yeah. But they said to really understand like the early bit of that game, watch the bloody CGI movie. Uh, I haven't watched the movie, and I no. enjoyed the game perfectly fine without yeah. it. So that's yeah. rubbish. Yeah, it yeah. was just it's a, f- a funny thing I used to, used to laugh at with Quantum Break as well. It's mm. like a perfectly decent game. But if you want me to watch loads of a series of webisodes with, you know, Lance Reddick in it and the guy who and was Bobby from the X-Men, you know, it's like, uh, I'm all right. I, I just want to play the game because <laughs> they're like 20 minutes a piece. And I think I just did yeah. play the game and there was large swathes of the story that just I just didn't. I, it, well, I didn't have access. Well, I, I did have access to, but I just wasn't willing to engage with, which Having is a shame. Said that. 
I did watch all of the Alan Wake webisodes because I was so, <laughs> so excited for that game. Yeah, so yeah. did I. <laughs> but it did help that they were a lot shorter. They yeah. weren't 25 minutes a piece. No, they were exactly. like two, two to five minutes each, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I no, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm I'm a more for standalone stuff. You know, mm, uh, it'd yeah. be it'd be I'd be fine by me if you know uh, there was there wasn't another I don't know. Take your pick, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was great, but yeah. more to the point, Sucker Punch is great. And yeah. if you trust them with new IP, keep trusting them with new IP. If they want to do a sequel, sure, fine. That's uh-huh. going to make Sony very happy. But on the whole. I'm all for one-offs. Absolutely yeah. love them. Yeah, me too. Uh, this one also, sort of uh, a bit f- philosophical angle for you to ponder. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you guys think that games can be complete on a systems level, that is? I'm not talking about tweaking things like how high you can jump or how much damage a gun deals, but rather where all the mechanics are important and work together to form a whole, where nothing meaningful can be added to the game without it feeling superfluous, and where removing something would break what tied it together. I think games like Super Hexagon and Geometry Wars are complete in this sense. Hmm. That's an intriguing little quandary for you. I mean, my, my, um, yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I can think I, of loads I, of games I, I'd consider complete experiences. <clears throat> I would say that it's more to do with what feels complete. Yeah. I don't really think that there is an objective completion, you mm-hmm. know. I don't really think there was particularly anything wrong with like when you when you played Resident Evil 2 back in the day. Yeah. It it wasn't specifically like you were crying out for a you know a one hundred and eighty degree quick turn, but when you got it in Resi Three, you thought, oh god, yeah, how could I have done without this? Like this is really really useful, especially funny, in tight situations. Um, you know, me and my friend always were like, why can't you run and shoot? Why can't you run and shoot? <laughs> and it's obvious why you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think more than. It being some sort of Spartan or like an objective ideal to aim for, mm-hmm. I think it's just more about what what feels complete to the player. Yeah. Um, so something like uh, NBA Two K feels complete to me because there are no aspects of the game of basketball that aren't replicated in some way, and then in a lot of instances replicated really well in the game. There's no there's no aspect of the sport where I'd think, oh, you know, I could do without this or I could do without that. Um, what about some NBA are... jam moves? Yeah, well, yeah you see that might that, you? <laughs> that that might make things better, but you know that well maybe. Didn't you love it when you had, they added that um, Showtime thing or whatever it's called? What's that stupid mechanic they've added? That momentum <laughs> shift thing. Oh, I forgot oh, what it's called was, now. Yeah, that wasn't in the. <clears throat> I think that was in like the campaign or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't think that was in like exhibition No, it's not. Matches. It's not. But in the it campaign, was, yeah, that yeah, mechanic is yeah. just <laughs> jokes. But yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> I would say, uh, kind of an answer to the question: Do you think games could be complete? Yes, and I think that the most meaningful kind of expression of that completeness is more how complete they feel. Yeah. 
that's what I would say, and I would agree with uh, with with Flashy on Super Hexagon uh, and Geometry Wars because they did add a load of stuff in Geometry Wars three, and it just sort of diluted what. Mm. Well, the the core play was the same, but you know, remember they added all those weird modes in the third one. I still really like of... the third one. I have to say, I, I really um, I really like. Yeah, that it's game. good stuff. I think it's I just I like Geometry Wars, whatever guys it takes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think it's yeah. Good shit. I agree. I agree. And mm. you still can have like just the classic mode on that game. You don't exactly. have to do the other stuff. Exactly. So. It's all there. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Anyway, that was just about do us. Is that it? No, come on. There's got to be more that questions than that. that. I refuse to believe Well, there are, but that. we're you know we're oh, running over. You and you saving them up. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> Read so them you all out. Had your question read out. Then you know, wait till next week. Because uh, then Josh In will save meantime. it, save it for the next week, and the next week, and the week after that. <laughs> you got to save up your nuts for winter. You know. All right, fine. Like a gathering acorns. Mm. Um, Get yourself off Snapchat and Instagram. Get on Twitter at RichieW82, at JoshyWise, at VideoGamer.com with your questions, mm. theories, comments, mm-hmm. queries, quandaries, mm. uh, and just general life advice if you want. We could have like a little advice column on there. Who knows? How's your um, um, follower count doing on Twitter? Mine's all over the place. no idea. All over what, the uh, place. I can't, like, you know, <laughs> trust it. What do you mean? It's just going up and down, really? Yeah, it's all over the shop. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Someone's well, unfollowing me. I must have said something offensive. I imagine it's because of your failure to get Grinch Quan together. Well, yeah, I mean that that is cause to unfollow. Because if if they're probably just annoyed about that and they're going, well, fuck this guy, then I'm not. Fo- if he's not getting, if that's not getting off the ground, then, then I'm. Why am I here? I mean, know? I really thought that posting a picture of Dino Crisis and a flying <laughs> kick, me doing a flying <laughs> kick, would have sent me into the stratosphere. But I don't know what people want. <laughs> it was a dragon kick as well. That exactly a patented Taekwondo dragon kick. What do you Twitter followers want? Yeah. What do yeah. you want? It's a, it's a mysterious alchemy. Head on yeah. over to videogamer.com, the sexy new videogamer.com. Mm. Leave some uh, leave some comments. Hurl abuse at me. Check out the new moving tiles. Oh, yeah, do move. do hurl abuse at Josh because he's he's, uh, he's he's putting in his place. He's yeah, taking off his uh, high horse, <laughs> taking down a peg. Yeah, yeah, a Pegasus. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. What else? Thanks to Adam B. Andy B, Adam yeah. Cook. I always that's always a tongue twister that one. Mm, Andy B, is it? Adam <laughs> Cook. Because you always want to say and Adam. Well, actually, no. You never want to say Adam B, mm. but what you want to say is Andy Cook. Do you know what it is? It's column A, Andy B, Adam C. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that into advisement moving All forwards. Right. Thanks to Colin Ahern as well for the musical stings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll just about do us. Uh, we'll 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 see you next week. Goodbye from me. Goodbye and goodbye as ever from uh, from Richmond, the Richmeister, the Rice Man. Yeah, catch you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>